Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk with your host, James Dean Littlejohn. We are now balls deep into 2023 and I hope that you have hit the ground running and you have your goals in sight and you are looking forward to achieving them throughout the year. What I really want to know is, how are you? How are you? Are you okay? That's a question we don't get asked often enough. And sometimes even we do get asked for it. It's almost diluted. Do we really mean it? I genuinely do. When I ask if someone is okay, I genuinely want to know. I know that we get to a point where sometimes we have conversations when we go, hi, mate, how are you? And then you literally sit there and they start talking to you and you go, I didn't want this conversation. No, I genuinely do. I genuinely want the conversation. I want to know that you're okay. That's a conversation that I've rarely had. It's a conversation that I rarely get nowadays, especially from working from home. So we need to really make sure that we're engaging with people, friends, family, loved ones, and really letting them know that we're out there and that we're caring for them, that we're thinking about them, that we want them to succeed. So I have, here it is, I am on Reflection Sunday, my favourite day of the week, and it's that important to me that I'm literally was about to sit down uh, and watch this Netflix programme, this film that's just come on, um, What Happened to Monday, I think it was called, I don't know if you're watching it or you've watched it, literally just said, should we sit down and watch it, I said, whoa, 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 hold on a minute, hold your horses, slow down, I've got my Reflection podcast to do. And I am geared this year. I am really ready to succeed. What have I done this week? Well, as you know, I uh, reflection last Sunday. It was um, I started cold water therapy on uh, on New Year's Day, which was exhilarating. So much so, I have done it every single day since. Now that is an achievement on its own. Because I'm not just doing cold water therapy, a dip in the back pool with some ice. I'm going down to the local river because I don't have, actually, it's because I don't have a a fucking ice bucket type thing out the back for me to dip into. So I have to find a cheap, and when I say cheap, I mean free alternative. So I found a a local river, not too deep. It's a ford, so you're only talking four feet deep, so it's not too deep. Enough for me to submerse myself and get the benefits of cold water therapy. Stuff that I've spoken about numerous times on my podcast. Stuff that you probably heard a lot about. It seems to have really, really got some greased wheels um, for motivation. Everybody seems to be talking about it. It's like it's the new mental health craze. It's like cold water therapy does this. And do you know what? I wasn't really a big believer in it. I've, I've done it a few times. Uh, last New Year's Day, I went down and did the um, did the beach um, swim with my friends. Um, we went down and we we swam in the beach um, in the sea. Nobody swims in the beach. Uh, you swim in the sea. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I got an exhilaration out of it. And it's true what they say. You do absolutely get lots of benefits from it. And I've been doing it every single day since New Year's Day. So we are on, what's the date today? We are on Sunday the 8th. I'm recording for you. So Sunday the 8th. And here I am. So that's eight days I have done this river. Um, so what's the benefits? What have I got out of it? 
Well, loads, actually. And it's sort of geared into a really successful eight days. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to have a successful 2023 on the basis of the last eight days. That would be absolutely ludicrous. Christ alive. I am well and truly submersed in mental health to know that it, you get ups and downs. But what it has given me is drive. Because, and it's probably down to the fact that it's back, it's, it's incorporating into my routine and I've managed to get it into my routine. Just like no matter what, if I record a podcast, Sunday is my day. It is my Sunday, eight o'clock is my time where I jump on a podcast and I sit down and I talk to you. It's a great time for me to reflect on my week. It's a great flight, uh, great time for me to talk about my week, to show you what I've achieved, to show you what you can achieve. Um, Christ, here we were literally a year ago, almost four days, four days past a year ago, the anniversary. Uh, sorry about the rain. The rain started. It might be a dulcet. You might not even hear it. I don't know, but it's... It's definitely pounding down on my roof. <laughs> but I started this thing and like I said, cold water therapy is on the basis that it's about 11 minutes is the um, is the optimum time to be in this cold water. So I started on the 8th. It was a shock. Holy batch shit. It was a shock. Now, the first day wasn't too bad because you kind of get over the shock quite quickly because it's done, it's dusted. I think I was in there for about four minutes on my first day, which was an achievement, I can I can honestly say. Because, you know, we're talking the temperature at the moment on the outside uh, for the UK is around about three or four degrees. It's, it's fluctuated. It has gone up to 14 degrees this week. However, the water has stayed pretty consistent. So... It's been chilly. In other words, it's consistently cold. It's balls shriveling cold, um, almost to the point where I come out and there is nothing there. I always feel like a um, a matted, not a matador. What's the? There's that certain mythical um, creature that um, doesn't have any genitalia down there. I can't remember what it's called. Someone will no doubt message me tomorrow and tell me what it is because I have a great, great audience that literally, when they say something, I think the last one. Um, was um, when I was talking about uh, a singer-songwriter. And then the next day, it was like, oh, you don't know who that is? I was like, well, clearly I didn't. <laughs> so I do get prompted um, quite occasionally. So it's absolutely fantastic. So if you're out there listening, please tell me what I mean by this mythical creature that doesn't have a, uh, a set of uh, set of balls and, and a penis. Um, oh, God, I do. That's a, such a funny word, penis. <laughs> it's such a great word. Um, so I've done that. And, and, and I've achieved a lot from that because what it does is when you... So the first day was pretty easy, pretty, pretty, pretty easy um, in the sense that it's cold. You're not used to it, so you don't really know what to expect. You get in, you go all in like you know, like most men do. It's a competition. We see how long we can go for Um and I and I sat in there and I did I did four minutes and I came out and I was like fucking all right yeah I feel I feel amazing I did feel great I did feel incredible my back who, which I suffer from um, crippling back pain was relieved I, I it was almost the point where all of my body had tensed up that much and flushed all the fucking toxins out that when I started to warm up came back had a warm shower I felt really really good and I slept incredible absolutely incredible. Now, the challenge isn't the first time. It's the second time 
and the third and so forth. Now, you'll get to a certain point, which is probably where I've kind of got to now, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But the second time for me was the hardest, not the hardest to date, but was the hardest one because I knew what to expect. I knew I was going in to get fucking Baltic. I knew I was going in in just a pair of shorts into this freezing river um, in January in the UK. It's not really advisable. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing it on your own. So I went in and I knew there was going to be a challenge. And when I, it was almost like I was very, very apprehensive. Now, I relate it very much to mental health because... I knew the outcome. It's almost like when you have a difficult conversation or a difficult, you know, situation you have to embark on that you know is going to affect you mentally, whether it could be anything, it could be a friendship, relationship, whatever, work, it could be anything. You know that what the outcome is going to be quite terrible. However, this is where the cold water therapy offers so much resilience to that because what it did was when I got in there the second time, was more rewarding than the first because it was actually getting over of my fear knowing that 24 hours prior to this I did this and it was fucking shocking so I knew I was going in to get shocked but I went no and I did I got in and I was instantly like thinking all these thoughts went through my head the same thoughts I have when I talk about mental health. The same thoughts I have when I deal with depression, stress, anxiety. The same thoughts I have when I want to, when I need to go somewhere and I don't go because my anxiety is flaring up. It's those same processes. And what I mean by that is the process is I don't want to go. I don't want to do that. And that's what I got. I went in and went, fuck are you doing? You stupid bastard take a step back out you're not a coward nothing's going to happen get back in your car and go home I could have quite easily done that but that's not what this is about this is about challenging myself so I went in and I did seven minutes now I did seven minutes because I wanted to challenge myself and that's what this is about for me this year is about challenging myself and I challenged myself and I did seven minutes. Now there's a competition. There's obviously a, a boundary where you don't want to push yourself too past the limits because I was in cold water, could have gone into shock, could have died. So you have to factor in a lot of those things. So you have to make sure that you're not putting yourself in a situation that can compromise your health by killing you. So I made sure it wasn't that. But seven minutes was achievable for me. I got in and I, do you know what? I felt more... What's the word I'm looking for? I felt more accomplishment from the second time than I did the first time. Then I went down the third day and I did exactly the same. And I went, no, seven minutes is where I'm going to peak here. And I did that every single day. Seven minutes in. I got a nice little routine. I go down straight after work. I get in the river. So I go down in a pair of shorts and I've got this lovely little poncho towel. You've probably seen them, but they're fantastic for this sort of thing because you can get changed in the public, not have to worry about it because you're all hidden. And it also it keeps you warm and dry afterwards. And I, I, I wore a hat as well. So keep the, keep the heat in. Anyone that's done any sort of cold water submersion stuff, I did a little bit in the military in Norway. You know that you've got to take off the cold, the wet cold clothes and get into something dry and, you know, body warmth, get that body warmth back up. So I did that. And every single day, I have slept incredibly. I've come away from that 
invigorated. So when I go, when I come back home, like I said, after work, I go down and do my dip. I come back home, I have a warm shower, I get into my evening gear, so it's nice and fresh, nice and warm, I put on my nice pair of thick socks, because my feet are obviously fucking freezing, and I just sit there and I just slowly thaw back out and get myself back together again, but so much benefits have come out for this, so I come home with more drive than I left, and normally after a day's work, I'm absolutely bollocksed, but I have drive, that has driven me to create artwork every single night i've done a little bit of artwork i've done a little bit of design and drawing for my etsy page so this is something i'm trying to incorporate in this year and i've managed to achieve so much more and then when i go to bed click of the fingers i'm out because my body has put my i put my body under so much stress i don't know if you can ever relate to this have you ever been in a situation where your your anxiety or your stress has gone through the roof even if it's a stressful situation, whenever you've come out of that stressful situation, what do you feel like? You will feel exhausted because you've been in that fight or flight mode. And that's what I've talked about. I've talk, spoken about fight or flight so many times. And when you're in that fight or flight mode, everything raises everything. Adrenaline. And we all love adrenaline. It's, such, it's, it's, almost, like a, it's almost like a cocaine drug, isn't it? But it's a natural drug for our body. It's almost like, uh, you know, that sort of kind of ecstasy. So if you've ever had that and you've ever done something that's exhilarating afterwards, if you ever you've done a bungee jump or, a, you know, skydive or anything, you know, been on a motorbike or fast car, whatever, whenever you've raised your adrenaline levels, Afterwards, you're exhausted because you've you put your body under stress. So what I'm trying to do is push the boundaries every time. So for the first seven days have been incredible. Now today, Sunday, was probably the coldest day I've done it since. And it was raining, pouring down with rain. But I was hell-bent on going down there and doing my bit. I wanted to do it. Now, I'd, it was didn't matter what was going to happen... Um, it was that cold, I can tell you now, I'm still cold now, and I did that almost, what's the time now, five hours ago, and I'm still cold, I'm still, I can still feel, because it's not cold on the skin, it's the core, but that's everything still working, I'm still here talking to you, I know I'm cold, I know I'm a bit chilly, I'll have a good night's sleep, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll absolutely, I already feel like after this podcast, I'm ready to go to sleep, so it's pushed my boundaries, it's, it's, pushed my stress levels and when I get in I the adrenaline is unbelievable when you first because I don't I don't fuck around like there's no point in sitting in there and tiptoeing in and going oh should I just like submerge myself you know when you used to do it in a if you ever get in the sea and you're like oh and you see men like bobbing like fucking you know they're bobbing as they go forward because they don't want their balls to touch the fucking cold water and you're like oh you know what I mean that's pretty much what it's like if you if you want to be like that but I can't be like that because you know, I have time on my side. I have to get in, do my bit, and get back out. And also, that's, it's so much faster doing it that way than it is sitting there and going, right, I'm not going to start my time watch. I'm not going to start my timer until I get in the water. So the more I fuck around, the more my feet are in, the colder my feet and legs are, the longer this project's going to take. So I just dive in. I just literally head under, fucking sit back, and I'll tell you something. It's, it takes it away from you. Everything is tested when you do that. When you do a cold water bath or a cold water dip, everything is tested. You, I, like, I feel dizzy. 
Um, I, you know, luckily it's a shallowish sort of water, so I don't really mind, but you feel dizzy, your adrenaline's running, your body's telling you you get the fuck out of here, what are you doing? Your brain is telling you get the fuck out of here, what are you doing? But I'm saying to myself, my heart is speaking going, shut your mouth, now I'm taking over. I'm not letting my brain control me, I'm controlling my brain again. And this is almost like a reconfiguration of my body, and that's what I'm trying to do, this is what I'm getting out of it. I know that people go on to uh, TikTok, Facebook, all the other social media platforms, and if you type in ice uh, cold water therapy or ice bath, you will see an absolute abundance of people doing this, and they'll talk about the the you know all oh, the health benefits and all this, and yeah, it is, and and but you need to do it for yourself in whatever you're doing it in yourself for. Now, I'm doing it for my mental health. I'm not doing it for weight loss. I'm not going down there to try and, you know, stress my body to cut calories or anything like that. I'm doing this for my mental health. I'm doing this to reconfigure my brain so when I'm in stressful situations, I control my breathing. And that is exactly what you do. When you're submerged in that water and you are trying to gasp for breath, you try, all you can do is control your breathing. So you just keep cupping in nice and slow, keep cupping in the, the, the air, the oxygen, and just focus on a point and just enjoy it. Let your body relax. Don't sit there tense because you just want to get out. You just sit there, you relax, and you focus. And what you're doing is you're focusing on your breathing. And that's the important technique that you need to get. The breathing technique is what stops your anxiety flaring up. The breathing technique is what reduces the stress levels. It brings down, the, is it the, I think it's cortisone. Sure it's cortisone. <laughs> sure it is. I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm baffling you. I'm baffling myself. But it brings down the stress levels. So what I do now is in stressful situations, I reflect quite quickly to that situation. Go, well, you can do it in cold water with nothing on but a par, a, apart from a pair of fucking shorts in January. Why can't you control your stress situations in your real-time life when you're fully dressed? You're in a situation you should be able to control. Control your breathing. And it does. It slowed my breathing down. It slowed my heart rate down. It's working wonders for my heart. And these are all the benefits. And that's what I've achieved in eight fucking days, people. But not only that, what it is giving me is drive. So I've done a... a, a an absolute plethora of things this week i've started i don't know whether i don't i can't remember if i mentioned it but so i've started an uh an, an etsy um shop if you like um lj designs jump on check it out there's loads of shit on there um i've been just pottering away i've got stuff that i'm creating by hand and i've got stuff that i do through my drawing i use procreate to draw designs and put them on different products and and that's how it works now why am i doing that I'm, of course i'm going to try and plug it it's my podcast but what I'm trying to do is create an, an extra little bit of revenue for myself. But doing something I enjoy. Like I said to you in the last podcast, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Now, this isn't changing the world. This isn't me going to move away from health and safety and, uh, and move into this side of things. This is just doing something that I enjoy. This is in my spare time, I do artwork or I draw. And I have a goal to why I'm doing it. 
So I know that by putting a design on, that design might sell, which is going to give me a little bit of revenue, and also at the same time, it's going to benefit somebody else from appreciating my design. So I love it. So there's an, there's an end goal to it. I'm not just doing what I used to do, which was endless hours of drawing and doodling, which has now come to fruition in the sense that I've got those designs to use on different products. But it gives me a purpose. And this is what I'm talking about. And I've, whenever I've mentioned mental health, and I've mentioned it massively in the last couple, where I've said about my goals this year. So this week, I've done cold water therapy every day. I've walked three to five miles, three miles during the week, five miles at the weekend with my dog. That's a massive achievement. I've done a full week's work, which was fucking tiring. You can all relate. You're all nodding your head. First week, of, first week back at work is always a bit of a killer. Um, started an Etsy shop, reinvigorated my Facebook, doing my podcast with more gusto than ever. And I just feel in a really good place for, for, for having these goals and setting myself these goals. Because everything has a purpose now. Everything has a reason why I'm doing my designs. I'm doing them because I want to create something that I can sell. That's absolutely incredible. I'm doing smashed glass art, which is go check out my my LJ Designs Etsy page and or my Facebook page, James Littlejohn Designs, and um, check it out because you know they, they, these are things that I do to enjoy to focus on. Um, and also, what I've been doing, I've been very quiet with my friends, and um, I, I have I have apologised them today today because. I've been just being a little bit selfish just because I want, I've got all these things I want to do. Um, this week I've actually been studying um, up on my master's. So another thing I'm doing this year is, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned you, yeah, I did mention you, uh, I'm doing my master's in health and safety um, or strategic health and safety, health and safety leadership and management, management and leadership, strategic health and safety management and leadership, level seven master's. I'm doing that because that's like one le one level below the a PhD, which is which is amazing. I you know my aspiration then is already kicking into hopefully getting a uh, if I if I want to if I feel the empowering from it, I will jump on and try and do my PhD because nobody was going to ignore the fact that they can have PhD after their name because I'm a player hated a degree player hated degree. I was laughing as I was saying it. So these are things. And this is the importance of having goals. If you sit there, go to work, go home, do the same routine, weekends, do the same shit, and then moan, piss and moan that your week's boring because you're doing the same shit, and then piss and moan that your weekend's boring because all you're doing is fucking nothing until you can go to work, you're never going to have that. So last year I said to you, my podcast was my way of gripping my mental health, my way of talking about it. You've all absolutely heard I have come from the depths of hell, and here I am now, a year later, with a new set of goals, a new set of ambitions, and a new invigorated spirit in my own mental health. And this is what this is doing. This is exactly what this is doing. Everything I'm doing is incorporating new challenges for myself. This is where this cold water therapy comes in. The design work, it's keeping me focused because my mind is like a fucking pinball machine, just constantly going all the time. But now, by focusing on something, I'm enjoying that process. There's a couple of days where I lose a little bit. I mean, Christ, I'm only a human being. There is days where I've not designed every day. There is times where, you know, I haven't gone for a walk every day, you know. But what there is, is that spirit. And that spirit is there. And that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. Keeping that spirit alive. 
Um, so yeah, I've done absolutely, absolutely loads this week, and it's been really like just to reflect on it. I was really excited to reflect on it because there's a lot of people that sit there and do that, and then they moan and they go, "Okay, well, why isn't this working for me?" And a lot of the time, the blocker is you. You aren't making the extra step to take that challenge on yourself. You're not actively seeking to get resolution on your problem. If you have anxiety about something, then seek why you get anxiety. Look up anxiety, research anxiety, and find out a way to manage that anxiety. If you have stress or depression in certain situations, research how you can develop yourself. There's so many apps out there. Calm is a great one. Mind is another great one. These are great apps that can manage your stress levels. But when you focus on what you want to develop in yourself, what goals you want to set yourself, you give yourself drive and focus. Now, I said this to you years and years ago. My doctor said to me, what's your goals, James? And I looked at him and went, I just want to fucking survive, mate. And that's not going to go away. We all try to survive in this world. We, there is an element of survival. Um, but at the same time, when you give yourself goals, ambitions, and you learn about your own body and mind, which is what I'm doing, hence the reason why I've taken a little step back from the parameters of the people around me, just while I focus on myself, really, really focus on what makes me happy. How do I achieve that? What do I have to do to get that? And that is goal setting. And that is what I'm doing. Find something that you know will work for you. Get it into that routine. What's the number? Three months. That's when it becomes a learned habit. Do everything every day for three months or as often as you can. If you want to do it every week and say, for instance, for me, every Sunday I do a podcast. I know that is now a learned habit. My body kicks in at half past seven and knows I need to get ready at eight o'clock for my podcast. It, it's it's ritual for me it's routine i enjoy it though so because i know i enjoy it i get loads out of it find something you enjoy continuously do it even when your your body and mind i said to you cast your mind back to a, the start of the podcast i said there's times where i know i want to go in there and that's going to be fucking freezing i know it's going to be baltic but i do it why do i do it because i know the benefits to me far outweigh the risk or the challenge if you like and that's the difference and this is where I've been talking to you for over a year 150 odd podcasts that doesn't come through negligence that comes through routine that doesn't come by accident that doesn't just happen that's focusing you're listening to me because I'm focused if you've been listening to me for all of those podcasts You've, you've achieved something you don't even realise you've achieved. You've done something routine. So you can do it. Change your mindset. That's the, that is the absolute imperative message of today. Change your mindset for 2023. Change it. Give yourself, find yourself something you enjoy and do it continuously. Irrelevant of what is going on around you. Prioritise that. Give yourself that time. You deserve that time. If you're a father, son, brother, husband, whatever you may be, give yourself the time you deserve. Men don't get that. Men don't get a lot of time. I know that you see on a lot of the social media side of things that men are lazy, men do that. No, they're not. 
They're absolutely not. Give yourself the time you deserve. What I, what people tend to forget is, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a friendship, if you're a, whatever, family, friends, whatever, your life is your life. So if you're going to continuously give your life up for something else and not do what benefits you, then who's the fool? You, you're the fool. You're the one that's that's doing that to yourself. And I do. I absolutely focus. I go in and I say, right, I'm going down the river. No problem. See you later. Today, film. Nope. Podcast takes priority. That's my fucking priority. That's what makes me happy. Me talking about my own mental health and learning about mental health to help you helps me, makes me feel better. So I'm giving myself that time. Every single evening for an hour, I do a bit of drawing or a bit a bit of design work or I try and take on a bit of an art challenge. I do that every day. Providing I do my 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 daily duties, if you like, you know, the dishes, cook the tea, whatever it may be. Providing I achieve what I need to do to be a good father, etc., etc. And I, I always make sure I put some time aside for myself. And not a lot of people do that. Even to the point where sitting on your computer, on your Xbox, is not giving yourself full time. That's not giving yourself anything that's going to matter. Yes, it is. It's relaxing for you. And uh, I get that. I get the immersion. I've been a gamer for fucking years. So I get the immersion aspect. But you need to challenge yourself. You need to take yourself out of your comfort zone. That is what helps you pro- progress in life, is constantly challenge yourself. That's when I have did a bit of research, etc., etc. I've looked at how I can help my mental health this year. I've looked at these different parameters. And I've made sure that I incorporate the things that make me happy into my life as a routine. Everybody around me will know that this is my routine now. So they will make sure that, okay, well, James is prioritizing that. So absolutely. Of course, there's give and take. I wouldn't go down and do my river dip if it was there was something going on in the family or we had an event booked or whatever or we were going out for the evening or whatever it may be or the day i'm not going to go oh, i can't go out for the day because i've got to do my river dip at fucking 4 30 i'm not going to do that i can I'm, I'm flexible but as long as i get that time in at some point because we all manage ourselves everything's flexible it has to be flexible but you have to give yourself at some point in that day give yourself that time to make sure you do it now a lot of people will say oh well it's at four o'clock i'm not gonna get i'm out all day wake up half an hour earlier and and fucking do it in the morning wake up half an hour earlier and do what you've got to do to give yourself that mental health boost in the morning then or whenever you can fit it in the day even if you come back later on at night and you've got a oh, fucking hell, it's like seven o'clock at night. Okay, it's a little bit dark at the moment. I get that. But you see where I'm going with the gist. Everything can have a caveat. Christ, we can argue this point until the cows come home. But give yourself that focus. Give yourself the time you deserve. Absolutely, people. That is where we go wrong. And then we sit there and we, we resent people or... We resent situations or relationships fail because you're just not happy. You have to make yourself happy. A partnership, a friendship, whatever, they're all there for a reason, to bolster your life, to make you feel you really enjoy your life. Absolutely. I wouldn't be where I am without my very close friends now. Absolutely. I can guarantee hand on heart now, say I would not be here if I didn't have very good friends and family. But at the same time, I recognise that this is my...
life. I, I'm, I'm a set of molecules, if you like, if you want to go scientific. And I'm here to enjoy myself. I'm here to make things happen. I'm, get, I'm here to get experiences to talk to you about, to talk to myself about, to lock into my memory, create artwork for other people to enjoy, to say that I've done something, I've achieved something. These are all incredible things, and they are so powerful for your mental health. So don't just sit there and allow it to take over you. Don't let it consume you. You need to make those active steps to better yourself. No, no I don't like that word, so retract that. I don't like the word better yourself. It's not bettering yourself. It's developing yourself. You're already an amazing person. Everybody is. If you're listening to this, you're a human being, and you deserve to be here. You're absolutely cherished, loved, an entity on this earth that deserves to be here. You are one in whatever million chance that that sperm um, fertilised the egg. So, But you need to appreciate that yourself. You've got to make those steps to go forward. And uh, do you know what? I still do my reflection, actually. So... I was reflecting quite heavily today. I haven't done massive reflection this week, actually. I've been so busy with work um, because it has consumed me because I, I have been doing a lot. Like I said, you know, you've, you've had a, a cheeky little download of my week and, and most people be like, what the fuck are you doing, you crazy bastard? Eight days and you've done X, Y and Z because anything's achievable if you put your mind to it. And But I haven't really reflected very well. I haven't really been, well, I suppose I have, but not in depth. I've been reflecting daily, but not really about my past. And that's something that I I tried to incorporate today. And actually, I was really, really impressed today. So I had a... um I had a migraine, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it really is. If anyone's had a migraine out there, it, it fucking blows me away. Um, almost writes me off. I had a migraine on, on Friday. Um, I must have slept funny the night before. And, it, and, and like I said, I've got neck prob- problem, problems. <laughs> got neck problems? Got neck problems from the, from the car accident, and I've got back problems. I'm actually going to see a, uh, a doctor. Again, I engaged with the doctor, and I said, look, I can't fucking live like this, mate. My back is absolutely in fucking bits so um I, I i've actively gone and you know done um seen that seen the doctor to get this fucking sorted I, I i wasn't i wasn't living with this anymore i was like no i need to get it so i've had an mri scan and waiting for the results for that i've had bloods i've had an x-ray and i've had um what was the other thing i had oh um electrotherapy not electrotherapy it's the wrong word um they they send electro signals down your arm because i'm i'm losing sensation in my left arm so it's not as strong as it used to be they're not sure whether it's um linked to a nerve in my elbow or it's linked to my neck where it's there's something trapped in my neck which is probably what they think it's going to be so i've got a doctor's appointment and i am really excited because i just want to get resolution for my bad back i sh- i'm almost like a, a my back's like a 78 year old man that's been in manual labor for like fucking last like fucking 40 years it bricky or something like that you know you 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 guys anyone out there doing manual labor jobs plaster bricky anyone like that you know you know what it's like your fucking back's absolutely crippled and i took a um i took a cocodamol now because it was that bad i was like in fact i took fucking three that's one of the things i took three so i took two in the morning one in the morning and two in the afternoon and uh it wiped me out because i haven't taken cocodamol for a long time now probably there's people saying well you know what why does that matter well again i was reflecting today because that's the first time i took a painkiller in a long time and um i'd basically i've gone from taking eight to twelve 
Coco, well, if you if you cast your mind back to my early podcasts, and I told you it was almost it was an addiction, um, but that was to get me through. And I reflected quite heavily actually on the fact that I haven't taken Coco now for well over a year, um, probably about nearly two years actually. And so I've gone from taking it every single day, living on it, relying on it, almost being like a functional zombie. And the the feeling it gave me on Friday. Um, actually made me sick it was a it was a nice feeling because I didn't get that euphoric feeling I used to get because it's an opioid um, and, and, I, and I cast my mind back actually today thinking how far I've come how far what I've achieved and this is how important it is to address that setting your goals and also recognizing what you can achieve and what you have achieved there's so many people that don't do that. They don't reflect enough on what they've achieved. Now, like I said, last year was a turmoil of a year, but I still managed to do a lot of things. I still managed to complete my level six in health and safety. I still managed to take on a new job. I still managed to do, um, what, I think there was 12 different courses, including Nibosh Gas and Oil, Nibosh Fires next week. Um, so I've done an absolute world of courses, taken on a new job, at a senior exec level. I've done all sorts. Built my house. I've built my man fucking cave. And then you deal with the other things and the negative things I've had to deal with. And you talk about my... Um, I don't want to go into it, but my daughter. Um, all these sort of things have challenged me, but I've got through them. And I'm here now talking to you with even more spirit than I thought I'd ever have. And that's because I'm kind of focused on building my family up, building my household up, my castle as I call it, and building myself up to the point where I'm, I just want to be a successful human being. Now what is success? Nobody really knows. Success to me is completely different to what success is for you. Success for you might be just getting out of fucking bed and I commend that. There's days where that is a success for me. And not a lot of people recognize that, that some days are harder than others. And I was reflecting quite heavily on how far I've come from taking an opioid every single day to function, to not, not taking it at all. I went cold turkey. I just fucking stopped. I did feel a little bit sick for a little while. But I've not gone back and I never want to look back. I've all, The only painkiller I take now is paracetamol and maybe one or two ibuprofen because it's an anti-inflammatory. That is it. I don't go to that next level because that next level is dangerous. It's addiction level. And you need strength and power to do that. But the reward is incredible. And I felt that on Friday when I got rid of it. Yes, the pain headache went away. I crashed out. I felt sick and then I fell asleep. Um, and then when I woke up, the, the headache had subsided a little bit. I did use a little bit of um, cold compact on my, um, on my cold, not compact, cold compress and hot compress on my neck just to try and relieve some of the muscle. And it all worked. And this is all stuff that we should be doing instead of taking drugs. Instead of taking drugs, let's look at other th different methods, holistic therapy, I think they call it. Let's look for different holistic therapy methods such as cold water, cold compress, hot compress, stretching, yoga, meditation, mindfulness. I can rattle this shit on all day because there is an abundance of it out there. And we have to take this challenge ourselves. If you're in the UK listening to this and probably even the US actually or any other country, mental health is a shambles. It is an absolute shambles through any medical centre. They do not have the resources for it. So we have to actively take the challenges on ourselves. 
if you don't, you won't succeed. You have to want to do it. And this is me showing you that you can do it. You absolutely can do it. I have faith in you. I don't know who's listening to this, but I have faith in you. I had faith in myself. And what can be achieved when you have faith in, in yourself is incredible. Such, such success. And not everything's going to work. I've tried things that haven't worked. Absolutely. Well, you've tried it. Put it to bed. Let it go. Move on. Try something new. If you're figuring out, if you're somebody that sat there with some sort of mental health condition, what is that? You must know. If it's stress and you get stressed in certain situations, find out a way of doing it. If you have anxiety about a certain situation, find out how to develop or how to manage anxiety. Don't rely on just it happening because it won't happen. Don't rely on the medical professionals too much as well because all they're going to tell you is to do X, Y, and Z. We can do a lot of this ourselves. They used to do it centuries and centuries ago, or even fucking, probably not even centuries and centuries ago, actually. We're probably talking in the fucking 40s, 50s, 60s. They didn't have this shit. In fact, the 60s and 70s, they didn't. They just had fucking uh, marijuana and um, LSD and all the other good stuff. That's how they got through it. Peace, love, and war. Get rid of that sort of shit. So... We're, but we're in modern times now where we are under pressure. There's so many more people. We have more pressures in life than has ever been felt before because we're all doing jobs that we shouldn't be doing, i.e. you might go in as... I, I know, for instance, for the last year, um, at my level, we've got six people, for instance, so six positions at our level. They're quite senior. Myself and my colleague have been doing all six between two of us. No extra pay, nothing at all extra. People will say, well, why did you take that on? Because it challenged myself and I, and I wanted the team to succeed. But I've realised now that that was to the detriment of my mental health, which is why I've taken the decision to go, fuck the business. Business can fuck off. You're not paying me enough. You're not going to... You're not going to fucking pay for my mental health um, therapy when this all goes wrong. You're just going to sit there and go, oh, okay, mate, take a bit of time off. You're not going to actually do what is needed to get rid of that stress. So I get rid of the stress. I took it on myself to go, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do the one job I'm paid for. The rest of it is your fucking problem. You're either not paying enough or you're not supporting enough. Your fucking problem, not mine. That's not for me to pick up the organisation. And that's because I took that decision. You need to take that decision. If you're doing something above and beyond that you shouldn't be doing and you're not being recognised for it, don't do it. Because you're pushing yourself into a situation. You're stressing yourself out. You're raising these, this, the negative, negative chemicals in your brain. You're, you're stressing yourself out, which is going to have a knock-on effect for your family, your friends, your loved ones. You have to make this decision, and I've said that all along. All along, I've said, once you make that decision to better your mental health or better your lifestyle, no fucking hell, James, you've done it again. Develop your, <laughs> develop yourself, and develop your lifestyle. It's so, it's so easy to say because it rolls off the tongue, but it's not. Develop yourself and take that decision to actively take control of your mental health. You will see a difference, whatever it may be. Was it a hobby that you've put off because work's overcrowding you? Tell work to fucking do one to a level. Obviously, we've got to do our hours when we get paid. But if you're getting pushed to the breaking point and you're not doing the things that you enjoy in life, what are you doing? Do you want to get to the end of your life and go, oh, yeah, I worked fucking terribly hard for my business? They don't give a shit about you. 
but I didn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't I didn't go shooting or I didn't go fishing or I didn't go wakeboarding or whatever. These are things I, I enjoy doing. I didn't do those because X, Y, and Z happened. No, absolutely not. Even if you have children, when they get to a certain degree, a certain level, let them fly. Let them enjoy their life. Give them the, the wings to, to obviously protect them. We have a protection factor, but get some of your life back. If you're in work and you're doing too much, pull it, rein it back a bit. Give yourself that time. My work-life balance since, since the last two or three months has been incredible. I, my time is, I finish at half past four, very fortunate, I know. Uh, I do start at half seven. Um, but when I finish, I finish. I shut that fucking laptop off and I go. If someone offers me a fucking meeting after half past four, fuck you. That's my time. I, I don't get nothing for that. So I shut my laptop down, I go and enjoy my family life. I go and do the things that I want to enjoy. Hence the reason why I've had the time to go down to the river and do my cold water therapy. I want to invest in my own life because what that's done by investing in myself is giving me the drive, the focus to do the other things I love, my artwork, my designing, create a shop to bring in some extra revenue, X, Y, and Z. I'm getting fitter. I'm eating healthier. I'm more conscious about my body because, you know, why am I going to go and do this and pump myself full of chemicals? I'm not going to go and do that. I'm also, um, my ambition is by the end of this year to try after seven years or six years, it would be seven years, to come off antidepressants. I would like to bring myself down to a level where I don't rely on that and I can start letting my own natural body produce the, the right chemicals it needs, the endorphins, the dopamine, etc. I want my body to produce that. I don't want to get the reliance of an anti-anxiety tablet or an ADHD tablet or a fucking depression tablet. I don't want to do that anymore because it's just what that does is and what a lot of people don't talk about is the negative effects of of, of these pills and that is weight gain etc etc and I will do a podcast on that because there's a lot of things I need to talk about on that um, and that'll be my next podcast actually um, so listen out for that but I hope um, I, I, I don't want to drone on too much um, so yeah look out for the next podcast um, but I hope that you've hit the ground running this year. I really do hope that you you utilised your break over Christmas to really, really evaluate the going forward. Because it is tough times at the moment. Um, everybody in the world is feeling this um, cost of living crisis. However, there's things that you can do to boost your mental health while this is going on. There's things that you can do to challenge yourself. And by doing that, you give yourself that ability to take away the focus on the negatives, such as the cost of living crisis, the fucking war in Ukraine, whatever it may be. And it gives you focus to go, do you know what? I just want to concentrate on what's in my four walls. My four walls at the moment is me, my family, whatever it may be, my friends. I want to concentrate. And this is what I think social media really has a bit of a negative effect. Because when I was younger, you know, bearing in mind I was born in the 80s, um, I didn't have social media, I didn't have a mobile phone, I didn't have anything. So theoretically, my life was my four walls because my life was my parents, my siblings and my close friends around my area because I didn't travel too far. I wasn't Social media didn't connect me to different cities like it used to. So I knew that there was people that I went to school with and I was friends with them. However, the stress level when I was younger was fucking eradicated. There was no stress when I was younger. It was just a case of the only stress I had when I was younger was I want to get smashed um, and I just don't want to get caught by my parents. 
that was the stress levels, you know what I mean? Whereas now the stress levels are absolutely incredible. And we're touching um, areas in such as social media is driving us to be engaged with people in such different areas, which I think is good to a degree. But at the same time, sometimes we need to draw ourselves back. And maybe when you're a little bit younger... It, it does seem like the be all and end all. But as I get older, I draw myself into my four walls and I go, I just want to concentrate on being happy. I don't really give a fuck what's going on around the world. It, it, it might affect me in some sort of degree. And I get that. And that's probably a short sighted way of looking at it. But at the same time, if I'm going to sit there and stress about, you know, America, uh, Ukraine, Russia, China, and if I'm going to sit there and stress about all that sort of stuff, there's nothing I can do con con to control it. I'm just a little entity in my little house. So there's nothing I can do. There's people that get paid far more money than I do to deal with that sort of shit. So what I do is I just go, what's happening in my four walls? What's happening with me? Well, I'm not in a great place. Okay, well, why am I not in a great place? Because of this, this, and this. Okay, well, I, let's unpick that. Okay, brilliant. Okay, well... My mental health's not great. Okay, well, you're not happy because you're not confident. Okay, you need to lose a bit of weight. Well, that's quite easy. Lose a bit of weight. Okay, well, what's this alternative method called water therapy? I'm going to give it a go. Oh, fuck me, it works. Absolutely fantastic. Mindfulness, meditation, music, they all work. And they're all stuff that we can use for ourselves. So please, please, please engage with yourself. Prioritize yourself for once. Get those goals. I was, like I said, I'm still a little bit disappointed I didn't get goals from other people. Um, but that's a personal disappointment, not a disappointment on you. No reflection on you. Um, I, I get that people have their own goals. I just really, I'm, in, I'm invested. I want, I, I want to know people are making those valuable steps to go forward. If you're not, I want to push you. I want to drive you to, to make those goals. Because making goals, I mean, I've got this book and every single, um, at the end of every day, or sorry, every week I write down and add to it what I want to do. So I, I like literally, like, I'm going to read my little list out here. And this is how getting off my mind and writing it down. I, I know I spoke about a diary before and I do that. I do, I've got a digital diary as well. But this is my list. This is my list for next week. So this is what's been written on Friday, close of play. And over the weekend, if I needed to add something, I've added something, but I don't. So I've got down, finish 7007s. Okay, that means nothing to you, but that's a, a work thing. Um... Fuel claim for Sandhurst. I went to Sandhurst and you put a claim in for it. Chase up the PPM water coolers. Okay, that's a job thing. Another job taken, but I didn't do it last week, so I've moved it on to this week. Brilliant. It gets written down, so I don't need to remember that. I don't need to bombard my brain and think, fuck, I forgot. It's written down. Order a poster for my artwork. Pick up my meds. Sounds trivial, but fuck me. If I don't write that down, I'm not going to. Because it took me three for two weeks over Christmas. I never once ordered them. It was only when I wrote it down on the Sunday that I did my first cold water therapy. I wrote, I came in with fucking gusto and bigger and I wrote stuff down. And then I hit Monday and I was like, fucking brilliant. Ordered them on the Monday and, and I should have picked them up on the Friday. Again, I didn't write down, pick them up. So I didn't. So I've written down, pick up meds. Complete sons. That's a work thing. And book doctors for me and bloods because I need to do my bloods because I get tested for cancer every six months because it's a, it's a massive hereditary thing in my family. I haven't done that for two fucking years. Now, I'm young, so it's not a massive issue, but I haven't done that for two years. This is the importance of writing shit down. This is the importance of having a to-do list. This is the importance of prioritising yourself. When you prioritize yourself and you do these lists and you give yourself goals, watch your life change.
when you put yourself as number one and you do the things that you want to do, irrelevant. If somebody around you doesn't want you to do it and they kick up a shitstorm about you not you doing something you enjoy, they're not the fucking person for you. Because nobody should hold you back. It's your life. Nobody should hold you back. If I was ever in a situation where I walked in and my partner had said to me, I'm going out. She went, no. I go, why? Unless there's a valid reason, as in, you know, I've got a chore to do as a dad or whatever, um, or I've got a ch- something, something really urgent. If she said, well, I'm not really interested, or, you know, I'd go, fuck you then. <laughs> okay, see you later. All the best. That's literally it, because I'm not prioritising my life over your trivial shit. And that's the important things. And yes, that is a fucking difficult decision to make. That's not going to happen overnight. But a conversation would start. And I um, onboarded someone um, the other day, not waterboarded, onboarded. uh, We had a new colleague start on. And when she came in, she was like, oh, this has happened in work. And and this is how I'm going to relate to this. And and she was like, oh, okay. So she she rung me up and she said, "Um, James, can I have a quick five minutes? I said, no problems. She went, right, this has happened and I don't think they're doing this. And I was like, she said, basically, I'm going to do this. And what she'd done was her option was to go from zero to fucking hero. She was like, I don't think they're doing it. Who do I fucking target? And I went, right, slow the fuck down. Ask the question at site level, whatever it may be. Ask them at site level and just progressively move up the chain until we get to a point. And now that's no different to life. If your partner has said, don't do something, or you're not doing this, or whatever, or your fucking father, mother, loved one, whatever, brother, sister, family, the list goes on, have said, don't do this without a valid reason, then challenge that. Okay, why? All right. And then when you get to the crux of it, if you get to that end point, and this is why I said to her, if you get to the end point and nothing's been answered correctly all the way along, and your end point is, well, fucking hell, I still don't know if it's been done, then fucking that's when we escalate it. And that escalation point is the key point to life. Do everything, do your due diligence. I do this with health and safety, so it's very easy for me because I always, it's very easy as a health and safety advisor, and I'm going to bore you, to go in and go fucking this, 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 and this. I walk around, my fucking eyes are on health and safety all day long. It's, you never let it go. I don't care what, if you, if you do it, you never let it go. It's the same as a mechanic. It's the same as if you're a builder. You go around and you, you look at people's work. You, there's no difference. We all do it. If you're a plumber and you go, fucking that's a shower of shit. Electrician, that's a shower of shit. We do it because it's our profession. And you do that when you love your profession. If you don't love your profession, you wouldn't bother. But if you genuinely in the right profession, you would look or you would. I know builders that have gone past and go, I built that fucking house. And I'll go, okay, let's have a look at them. Brilliant. This is fucking great work. Well done. Commend them for it. This is the importance of everything. This is why I give you, I'm giving you the tools to make yourself better, to develop yourself. And by better, I mean the medical sense, not make yourself better, as in you're a poor person. Make yourself better mentally and develop yourself to be a more engaging, fun, friendly Basically, the person that you've probably been prior to the old mental health condition. I'm giving you the tools to do that. And I really do hope you listen. And I really do hope you're doing these things along with me because they do make a difference. If you've listened to my podcast from day one and where I was when I first started this, and we were weeks, when I first started this, I was weeks out of suicide. 
I was weeks away. I was weeks out of trying to kill myself. And here I am now, a year later, giving you the hints, tips and tricks that have worked for me. Write things down. Only you can make the choice to develop yourself. Only you can say, I have this, this and this. I get anxiety when I do this. Only you can actively make the decision to deal with that. By talking about it does absolutely fuck all. Talking about it does help. And I'm, but what I mean is it's not gonna it's not gonna better yourself, it's not gonna develop yourself, it's not gonna give you the skill set to to change if you just talk about it. You have to make the active steps. Prioritize yourself. That is the key. And do you know what I'm gonna do? Because I know I'm gonna forget this. I'm gonna prioritize I'm gonna prioritize. Because that is gonna be the title of this podcast. Prioritize yourself. There you go. See? And I'm going to circle it. So there you go. That's my week. Because I chose to put myself number one. This is where I'm at. There's going to be times where it's going to dip. But if I'm not dipping now, when inherently this is a time where I dip the most because the weather's shit, I've been stuck indoors, I'm not getting out and about, etc., etc. But I've challenged myself to get out and get in a fucking river in the freezing cold. So I already know that this year I want to keep going. I want to do these things. I want to make my life easier. In two weeks' time, I've booked for a full day of golf. I've literally fucking booked it in. I don't care what the weather's like. I'm going to go and play golf on a golf course because I'm prioritising myself. My boss rang me up on Friday and said, can you do this? Nah, it's not in my job, mate. Oh, it'd really help me. I don't give a fuck, mate, if it helps you. <laughs> it's not my problem. There's, you're asking me to do another position's job because that position isn't filled. That position isn't filled because of fucking you. You haven't filled it because you haven't done a fucking um, a recruitment campaign. Why haven't you done a recruitment campaign? God, I didn't want to. Well, I don't fucking care, mate. That, all of this is your problem, not mine. That's a, that's a simple... I'm doing my, am I doing my job properly? Yes, you are, James. You're doing a fantastic job. Absolutely fucking... Amazing. Okay, then that's all I need to know. When I don't do my job properly, then come up to me and say, you're not doing the job properly. If I drop the ball. But don't ask me to stress myself out to do another job because the organisation and you have failed. That's not my fucking job. So, prioritise yourself. Make yourself number one and watch yourself grow. I promise you, you will grow. Thank you very much for listening to me. I hope, at the start of this podcast, I said, I hope you're okay. And at the end of this podcast, I still hope you're okay. And I, I really do hope this is helping you. Um, like I said, if you if you need to jump on and talk to me, then by all means, jump on my Facebook. Jump on my Etsy store as well. There's going to be some gentleman talk memorabilia on there, actually, because that's my next little thing. I'm going to do a little gentleman's talk where I'm going to make mugs and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, hope you can jump on board. And sh even if it's just jumping on, have a look and, and maybe share it or follow it. I don't know, just because um, it really helped me sort of get that exposure. Um, that's me asking uh, a little bit from you. Um, but I really do hope you're OK. And I hope that 2023 is 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 got the start that you deserve, um, and and I really do hope you prioritise yourself and make those goals, make those changes to develop yourself. Thank you very much. I really do look forward to it. Yes, look out for the next podcast. The next podcast is going to be talk. I'm going to be talking about medication because I've been taking it now for six years. And um, there's some massive negatives to taking medication that a lot of people don't talk about, um, such as. Um, 
sex drive loss, uh, weight gain, all things that can really hinder your mental health until you realise why sometimes this is happening. Um, and sometimes when you hear about it, you're like, okay, maybe that's it. And then that might drive us to make the change to develop ourselves so we don't have to rely on these anymore. Um, I'll probably be on mine most of my life, but I will be on the antidepressants because of the PTSD, um, but I'm certainly making inroads into uh, dropping the um, anxiety tablet, which is uh, the one that massively gains weight for me. Um, so I'm hoping to drop that one first, and then we'll see how he goes. But we're always developing, always, always looking to succeed. So thanks for listening, and I really do look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care, everyone.